Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh boy. Hey everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pacho. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Betty, I did it. What's that? I got my hair done. You did? Great. What's it look like? Yeah. You sent a picture? Uh, well, um, you get to oh, see me. Oh, there we go. Hey, hey, bam. I uh, know. Oh, it's like, uh-oh. That's some brightness. What up with I that? like it. That I is, like it. Good job. Bright, it looks like, good. It's got like the shavy thing over there. So I, I met my commitment. Oh, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. And I got my 50s look on today. What do you think of that? <laughs> looks pretty good as well. My little 50s. Yeah. We're doing a Facebook live show in the next hour. So the mystery will soon be over. You got it. <laughs> yep. There we go. That's it. Self-care. The, 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 it, it's a whole new narrative on self-care, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome. And we now have a brand new narrative we're going to share with you because Jonathan Glass is joining us here today. You know, this is about Total Life Cleanse Part 2. Part 2. I'm just going to turn my camera off, Mr. Benny, for a moment. Um, look, Jonathan has written a fabulous book, but it's, it's really beyond the book that our call today takes place. It's a conversation that, you know, when I think about each and every one of us, the struggles my sister had with her weight. Many of you know, you've heard me talk about the fact that my sister died on a hospital floor at about 450 pounds because the uh, people that were there uh, didn't get to her room quick enough. She fell off the bed and they couldn't uh, turn her over to administrate oxygen fast enough. Now, what has that got to do with today's show? Well, what it has to do with today's show and my own healing journey, which happened in 04, is that I didn't even understand that there was anything at all uh, that I was familiar with that had to do with the word detoxify and nourish. That was not even like in my paradigm. It really, it's like, what? But I know now. And so my vision, my passion is to bring the best of the best to all of you. That's who Jonathan Glass is. It's not just about the total life cleanse. It's more about the total life change so that you are not thinking about a life uh, that ends at age 55 or 61 or I don't know, some other age you have in your mind. So today is part two. It's really taking a look at you know, what the elements are that create a long, happy, amazing, and active life. Jonathan has been out in the world uh, for quite some time. Whether you know him and the work that he has been doing, 
um, when it comes to yoga or whether you know him from other holistic, I'm just going to say holistic, holistic modalities, or you understand that he is also the founder of Healing Essex, uh, Essence Center, uh, you know, uh, right up the pond from us over there and uh, on the East Coast. Uh, whether it's that or you've been following him for a really long time because he's got a very powerful message that all of us welcome into our lives. Uh, Jonathan, it's so great to have you. Thank you for coming back. Thanks so much for having me, Pat. Really appreciate it. Uh, You know, part two, I mean, in part one, we did talk about the book. We did talk a bit about philosophy. We did talk a bit about a number of other things. Now, since you've been on, of course, there's been more information that's been generated out in the world about what is going on in in our psychology, uh, our anxiety. And I will tell you this, that the old conversation, old as of about a week ago, was about the addiction to opioids. The new conversation, and you talk about this, the new conversation is that the number one popped up to, to, to right at the top, number one prescription being written, taken, are anti-anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is a news flash. Uh, that's a news flash. And the news flash is you addressed anxiety in your book. Uh, you look at the fact that we can have greater energy, mental clarity, right? improve our immunity. So that's what today's show is. Give us the arsenal that we need to have an incredibly vibrant life. And Jonathan, this is a conversation for our times, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, as, as you know, Dr. Pat, with the book, we're calling it Total Life Cleanse. And Mm -hmm. We use the word life because it's our whole being. It's not, um, we're finding more and more, science is proving this, but the masters of the past have known it very clearly. Ayurveda knows it very clearly. Chinese medicine acknowledges it very clearly that we are a body, mind, spirit. And all these things work together, and they work together synergistically. We are being barraged these days by different types of toxins. In Ayurveda, it's called ama, A-M-A, ama, toxin. And toxin can be physical, mental, emotional, and it can even be spiritual toxin. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're exposed perhaps more than ever to these toxins, and these toxins interfere with the body's innate intelligence. It's, in Ayurveda, it's called buddhi, the buddhi, the in, innate intelligence of the body is interfered by toxins. And then we can also see physiological connections. You just mentioned anxiety. Most mm-hmm. people don't know that about 70 to 80 percent of their serotonin that the body makes happens in the intestines. Mm. And so if someone's intestines are damaged because of toxins, heavy metals, because of food sensitivities, because of junk food, because of stress, because of antibiotics, because of steroids, because of hormones, because of medications. So many things damage the roots of the tree, which is our small intestine, then guess what? That's going to show up in the brain. So really nobody's going to get better fully unless they recover 
the health of their digestive system and their gut. It just they have it has to work synergistically. It really, really does. And you know, we also see that stress, uh, lack of healthy lifestyle, uh, lack of things like healthy exercise, yoga, meditation, connecting to your deeper essence. All of these things have to be there to have a really a healthy. Uh, you could say a healthy body, a healthy mind, a healthy organism. They all work together. Uh, uh, the reason that I, I ask you back is, ju- is this, first of all, this, this, very, this, this very recent. Um, and because we talked uh, uh, quite a bit about the body the last time. Um, yep. This time I was really struck by um, the part of the book where you talk about uh, Ayurveda, God, and the five goals of life. Mm-hmm. And I want to spend a little time with these because the reason is that you can eat the right foods and maybe go exercise and you wake up and there's still something missing. There's still an empty feeling. There's something. And this is called the total life cleanse. And so part of, of, of our total life is where we are with our spirituality. And I say spirituality because everybody, you know, in the world has some other view about how they feel about spirituality, God, not God. And so I want to open it up to that conversation and energy. Most people believe there is something out there that is not right. themselves. And, and a majority of the people believe it's greater than themselves. But I want to stop at this part of the book. First off, I want to go to the quote. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Yeah. Beautiful quote by Mr. Zig Ziglar, who was, by yeah. the way, a, uh, a very strong Christian. Yeah. He was a, a beautiful teacher and uh, inspirer of many, an open-hearted, open-minded man, and very, very, you know, faithful on his path. So that's a beautiful quote. And then, you know, in Ayurveda, or the system of medicine from India, which is really where my orientation comes from, there's a word dharma. Mm-hmm. And dharma means, many people out there have heard the word dharma. It's kind of like karma. People hear it a lot, but they're not quite sure what it means. Mm-hmm. Dharma is very connected to one's life purpose. Um, and dharma really means the inherent quality in something. So the dharma of fire is heat and light. You can't separate fire from heat and light. The dharma of water is liquidity. Now, you could say, well, water can become ice, but that's not its dharma. That's not its natural state. The natural state of water is liquidity. And so we all have a dharma. We all have a purpose. And Dr. Pat, I can tell you, you're, you're, you're doing your purpose. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing their purpose. And people's mm-hmm. purpose doesn't have to be grandiose it doesn't have to be i mean there's the street sweepers as they say or the ones you know carrying the logs for the fire that's dharma also but there's also deeper dharmas in india they describe so many different aspects of dharma there's our temporary dharmas you know you're a mother and you're breastfeeding your child that's yeah that's a temporary dharma it doesn't last forever that dharma Mm -hmm. and then we have deeper dharmas we have deeper purposes and you touched on that in terms of our dharma of connecting to our innate essence. There's all kinds of words for that. 
Right. And that dharma has to do with our our spirituality or our our willingness to go within and discover the deepest aspect of ourselves. And when we do that, in again in the Eastern yogic tradition, we discover our our true nature, and it's described as our nature as being fully present, fully aware, and fully loving, or the capacity for pure love. And that's our mm-hmm. nature. And, you know, one of the things they say in India, it's called Sanatana Dharma, or the eternal Dharma is love. So whatever one's external forms are in their religion, whatever that may be, whether, you know, you have a, this robe or that robe or this symbol or that symbol, if your tradition or path that you're presently on is leading toward the dharma of love, then you're on the right path. But if we're on a path where there's a lot of hatred and there's tremendous amount of judgmentalism, um, then from that perspective, someone is, is sort of moving along the path, and I mentioned before, spiritual toxicity, and mm-hmm. there's even something called you know, spiritual ama or the toxin that appears to be on the spiritual platform, but it's not really. Because sectarian, sectarianism is really the foundation of illusion. It really, really is. So that's... Well, you know, and the reason I'm asking you this question is because uh, this is a big conversation. When I look back at my uh, 2004 mystery disease that, by the way, I just started to talk about it on air, uh, yep. here in the past year. Um, I, I didn't know what I didn't know, but it changed not only the uh, direction of the show, it changed the direction of my life. And I began to uh, go on a journey. Now, I'll tell you for me, the good news was here in the Seattle area, um, uh, the angel lady led me to Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Where you are, people uh, on on the uh, East Coast, certainly, but all over the world, certainly people can look at, you know, healingessencecenter.com. So now when I go there and I click on the services, right, and I see what you've got listed here, uh, uh, you know, on the site, right? And what I mean by that, Jonathan, I see what you and Catherine have listed here and what you've created in the center, um, I, I have really good news. The good news is I know what some of these are yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, the not so good news is I don't know what all of them are. Uh, <laughs> but each and every one of them, I would say a majority of these have played a very important role in my wellness. And so the one thing that I didn't have that Dr. Darvish helped me with is this that we're talking about today you know, God and the five goals of life. Mm -hmm. I had some sense of it, but not enough of it, Jonathan, to help me sculpt out the life that I want. And I would love to go through these a little bit with you to share with people, because I don't think your body of work and all of the great things y'all are doing, I think they get accelerated and uh, exponentially increased vibrationally by including this conversation. 
Um, exactly. So, and that's, you know, I really appreciate right, that. You right? appreciate okay, that. Okay, good. Well, because I wouldn't be here today if I didn't get, the, if, if the light bulb didn't go on with this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So let's go through, what are the five goals of life? Okay. So uh, I'll say the Sanskrit word first. Yes. And then we'll, we'll do the translation afterwards. The first one is Dharma. Dharma loosely translates as life purpose or your essential purpose. Arta, Arta means what's that which is necessary, meaning, and it's generally translated as economic security or development. In other words, we all have the need for, for security, whether that means living in a hut in the forest or living in a mansion. We all need food, water, air, place to rest, clothing. You know, we all have needs like that. Calm, calm means pleasure. So we all, by nature, we all need pleasure, want pleasure. And uh, there's a, a big conversation about what that means and what real pleasure is. Moksha, moksha means liberation. It also means freedom. So the desire for freedom is innate in all living beings. It's innate in everyone. So whether that's freedom from a ruthless leader in a country or freedom spiritually, usually moksha means spiritual liberation or freedom from suffering and over-identification with one's particular body, country, civilization, or whatever, but really connected more to your spiritual being. So those are the main four. And then the final uh, goal of life is called prem. Prem means pure love. And uh, again, that is really the foundational goal, and that's what everyone is truly looking for. We're all looking for love. Even the, the criminal, the murderer, everyone is looking for love. And, you know, people will get damaged and they get wounded and they get twisted, but ultimately it's coming from a, you know, a desire for that. So those are the, the five goals of life, and I'm happy to, you know, if you want to yeah, pick apart each one, that'd be fine. I do. I want to go into them in more in more depth because, you know, I think each of them requires, or at least my experiences, each of them requires, you know, a personal journey, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, in, you know, I think what I have found along the way is you, it's hard to just put them all together and talk about them. Because I think in my own journey, I, I, I move ahead on one, uh, you know, maybe take a step back, m- move over here, move ahead on another one, then maybe take I t- take two steps back over there, uh, right? Uh, but I will sure. tell you that, you know, there are a couple of these that are non-negotiable for me. Um, and I just think it's important to have a conversation about them. Right now, for me, I am I, I am struck by the fact that we're having a conversation in our news media about truth. And I never thought in a million years in my lifetime that I would have to explain to a 10-year-old why it's important to tell the truth. I, I never, I, I mean, it used to be we had that, what do we have, that George Washington thing? That we would fall back on, yeah, and right. but, but we don't have that now. And I think these these goals are more important now than they ever have been. And I'd like to know from your point of view: is that true? Are they more important for you since you've written this book? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when you start when you teach, 
it, it puts the, one of the beautiful things about it, it puts the pressure on to live it even more. So, you know, if I'm leading a cleanse and I'm out after the cleanse going to, you know, get a big bottle of soda, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to say a whole lot about me as a teacher. Mm. So teachers, that, that's actually, and that brings up a good point, there are a lot of teachers out there um, that aren't really so qualified to be teaching because they're not living. And we hear stories all the time, you know, the gurus, the fallen gurus of this one and that one. It's really important to be an example, and it doesn't mean perfection, but it means being honest. So it also means being honest about where someone's at. Um, and just a real quick side stance is yeah. that in the Vedas, in the Veda cosmology, mm-hmm. it describes different ages, um, kind of like seasons of the universe. Mm-hmm. And we are in, from Veda cosmology in an age called Kali Yuga. And Kali Yuga means the Iron Age. And the Iron Age, the most prominent quality of the Iron Age is anxiety. Wow. And anxiety and the propensity for, um, for fighting and quarreling over small matters. Um, so it's a very common thing. And there's also four qualities of Dharma. Um, and it's sort of considered to be the four legs of Dharma. So... Dharma is kind of like, sometimes it's even defined as law or um, your duty. It has a very foundational uh, aspect to it. And sometimes people think of, you know, oh, my duty, that's very dry. But mm-hmm. we all have, you know, we all have responsibilities in our life. And we all want to move forward. We want to all want to manifest our destiny and our Dharma. But there's certain legs of Dharma that are very essential. And it's said that in other ages, the atmosphere was such, like in the Golden Age, that the four qualities of Dharma, which are truth, purity, nonviolence, and discipline, mm. were very prominent. Where in Kali Yuga, they all begin to disappear, and the last, it said, the last leg that stands is a glimmer of truth. And it's very interesting that we're talking about truth, because when truth goes, everything goes. When truth mm. goes, it, it just becomes completely chaotic. And how can we feel safe? How can a person feel safe if, there, if there's no truth? You know, truth is like the, the rock that keeps the safety. If I can't trust anything or anyone around me, then we naturally feel anxiety. And that's one reason why there's so much anxiety is because every, everything is so unstable and so unclear. So the beautiful thing about the age that we're living in, it's also said that if we make any effort spiritually, it's exponentially more available to us. So any effort at being truthful, any effort of being compassionate, any effort at being uh, pure in our heart, any effort of being disciplined goes a lot further in one sense um, because it's such a, a qualities that are, are so lacking. Yeah. Well, you know, part of this too, Jonathan, um, that I, I'm, I get clear about in, you know, uh, in, in different things that happen in my life is, you know, the, the end game, so to speak. And somebody might ask, why are these things going to be important to me? Now, honestly, today I know that because I, you, you know, I, I, if I didn't get some glimpse of the importance of integrating 
a holistic way of living into my life, I wouldn't be actually here to ask the question, why did I do it, right? Right. And so, you know, part of this is really looking at what the ancient wisdom that we bring forward, how important they become in the world we live in today. And by the way, you know, my view is, Jonathan, they're not becoming less important. You know, they're becoming more important with every living day. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but before we do, uh, I would love for you to let folks know how they can get a copy of the book. And for those of you just tuning in, Jonathan Glass, my very special guest, the book I am referring to is Total Life Cleanse, a 28-day program to detoxify and nourish the body, mind, and soul. This segment today is really to look at, because Jonathan came back, we're really looking at the mind and soul today. And, and I want everybody to remember that this is always a live call-in show. We always take your calls, 1-800-930-2819. Okay, Jonathan, again, please give out some of the websites that sure. uh, folks can connect with you. Great. So first thing is um, our office, which is Healing Essence Center, mm-hmm. HealingEssenceCenter.com. And just so you know, on the upper right column of that website, you can get a free copy of the 14 foods that we avoid during the cleanse and all the explanations and the reasons. It's really, really uh, great information because people are always so confused about what about dairy, what about wheat, what about meat, what about this, what about that. And it really explains very concisely um, the pros and cons of different foods. So that's there. And then you can also order the book there, or you can also go to totallifecleanse.com and um, order the book there as well. And, and check, you know, check out the, the programs. We have online programs. We have distance programs. And, I, you know, Dr. Pat, I just wanted to offer anybody mm-hmm. who calls today, I'm offering a free 15-minute consultation just to help someone maybe get on mm-hmm. the right track or if there's anything I can do to support them. Um, oh, all I have to do is just say, uh, you know, I heard you on the radio, and that number is 978-369-9228, or just find the email on the website. Please give out that phone number one more time. So sure. for everybody out there, I love this. This happened so spontaneously. I love this. So for those of you, take down this number. Anyone that calls and calls Jonathan at these this number He's going to give you a free consultation, free 15-minute consultation. So write this number down. Uh, you don't even have to call into the show. All you need to do is call Jonathan. Jonathan, one more time with that number. Sure, 978-369-9228. Awesome. When we come back, uh, going to take on a conversation about respect and compassion. When you put these two things together, respect and compassion, what do you get? Respect and compassion. What do you get? Jonathan Glass is in the house. And by the way, we do have a copy of the book to give away. So I'll do that when we come back, Mr. Benny. Uh, Let's take a shorty. We'll be right back. Demystifying the journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision, get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. 
practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat, and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Are you ready to attract abundance, release stress, look and feel younger, all from your smartphone? Get Pure Light, a free mobile app with audios that transmit powerful frequencies to shift anything in your life. Created by some of the world's top energy healers, these audios have created miracles, often quickly. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Hey, everybody. Um, as I said before, we'd love to give a copy of the book away from, for one of you out there right now. Um, the way to do that is to give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. You got to get to say hi to Benny. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. We'll get your information and be able to send you a, a copy of this book. Um, one of the things I'm really struck by, uh, Jonathan, about it is the first time you came on the show, I think we did talk a lot about the body and cleansing. Yep. Now we're talking about the soul a little bit here. You got it. Um, it, it. It's not enough to do one or the other. So what I mean by that, and actually it's not enough to do the body and then not do the mind. It's not enough to do the body and the mind and not take a look at the soul. It just, th these things are work together. That's why we talk about body, mind, soul, or body, mind, spirit, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, one of the things I pointed to before we went to break is a remedy in the book that, that you have uh, where you're talking about uh, subtle toxins, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. You know, and you say, it's a quote by Rumi, which I love. It says, what hurts the soul? What, that's the question. What? What hurts the soul? And the answer is to live without tasting the water of its own essence. Mm. And I think about that. And what would get in the way of tasting the water of its own essence? 
let's talk about what gets in the way of that. And then we'll mm-hmm. talk about the remedy, which is respect and compassion. In your view, what gets in the way of us tasting the water? Okay. Well, there's so many different angles of looking at it, but think of a beautiful, you know, open-eyed, innocent child, four or five, six years old, and, you know, they're pretty connected to their essence. They're pretty connected. And then certain things start to cover the consciousness, and it's a very complicated thing, very complex in, in many ways. But first of all, we have to understand that we're not just a body you know first it first for many of us there's sort of an intellectual opening um to the reality of that or in some level an intellectual or intuitive sense that i'm not just this body i'm not just american i'm not just male i'm not just female there's more to life than just following what i think i'm supposed to do or what society tells me to do so there's a seeking, and usually it comes from a certain level of dissatisfaction. But when we don't understand that there's more to life, and part of that is hearing from those who understand that. I mean, there are great sadhus and saints and teachers and spiritual masters and yogis and Taoists and all kinds of teachers out there that have had some taste of something higher. It's really like a higher taste. And when we don't have that kind of association, oftentimes we don't wake up to that reality. So that's part of, and I really appreciate you bringing this out, is that's part of why I wrote this book is so that people's minds can open up to the possibilities of who they are as a much more expanded perception of of who they think they are and who they are. And so then by doing that, then we start experimenting. Oh, let me go to this yoga class. Let me go to this kirtan. Let me go hear mm-hmm. the speaker. And all of a sudden, when truth hits the soul or the consciousness, something resonates and you start waking up. I mean, that's honestly why people oftentimes, you know, get into hallucinogenics or drugs or marijuana because they're looking for something, they're looking for a higher taste and they're actually having some perceptions of a deeper aspect of their being. And, um, you know, as a sidetrack, sometimes those things can be helpful. But the reality is, ultimately, if we want to sustain a level of realization and a level of of self-awareness, they have to be attained naturally to be sustainable. It's not something that we can repetitively take a substance in order to, you know, uh, realize these things. So that's sort of another track. that you know, we could talk about. Yeah, so that's, that's really it. We, we get covered over. We get covered over by, um, uh, by the foods we eat. That creates a certain level of ignorance by the uh, media that we're exposed to, by the lies that are out there, by the conditioning of society. And we have to be bold, especially in this, in this society that we're living in. I really encourage all of us to be bold and to realize that there's so much more to life and there's so much more to my life purpose than perhaps anyone has ever told me. And um, we have within us the capacity to wake up to extremely beautiful states of consciousness where we do taste the essence of our soul. But first we have to hear that there's a soul that we can taste the essence of. 
Yeah. And, you know, first we have to sort of get that. And sometimes that comes, honestly, it often comes through a different degree of suffering. Um, Yeah. Whether we like it or not, we suffer. And we go through different situations and we kind of surrender a little bit and go, gosh, there must be more than this. Or what am I doing wrong or whatever? And the heart softens, humility happens, and then grace oftentimes appears in one way or another and things start opening up. You know, it's interesting in sports, we have a, in sports, we have this, this language that we use, right? Uh, we don't think very much about it, but, you know, let's say football, for example, yeah. you know, the, 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 the language is, uh, okay, he should throw a Hail Mary. So you throw a Hail Mary, like, you know, like I'm thinking about Russell over here. Uh, You throw a Hail Mary because you're down to the final seconds of the game. Uh, You've run out of options. Uh, You you know, you're thinking about this is it. I've got seconds left to either become uh, a victor or a victim, one or the other. That's it. And I agree with you completely. I think that what happens is we wait to have those final seconds left. And then we search for our Hail Mary. Now, sometimes we get there and sometimes we don't. Sometimes you throw that ball and everything lines up perfectly. A a, a whole lot of things. And there you go. Your book, in my opinion, is to say, don't wait for your Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you. But that is a risk that I don't know that I want to take. I'm very fortunate to have figured this out before I was down to three seconds. Because I'll tell you, if I waited till I was down to three seconds, you and I would not be here having this conversation. What do we want to say to folks about this, though, Jonathan? Because you cover this so beautifully in the book. You know, you know, isn't this really more about let's put it all together now and let's look at what the total life cleanse really is about? Yeah. Well, it's really about your entire life, really. I mean, the mm-hmm. total life cleanse, in, in essence, is really about um, being bold enough to wake up to your human potential and your purpose in life. And... Part of that is keeping in mind, I don't know if anybody's ever read the teachings of Don Juan, Carlos Castaneda, teaching, keeping in mind that life is temporary. You know, we, at best, we're going to live to 125 years, at very best. Mm-hmm. And that's not average. And so life is short, and um, it, we don't have much. It flies by as anybody who's over 30 or 40, you start feeling how life flies. And each and every situation in life is meant as an opportunity to wake up. And in The Course in Miracles, it talks a lot about forgiveness. And the sooner we can learn how to forgive, that helps us grow spiritually very quickly. As soon as we can learn how to respect all other living beings, that helps us grow extremely quickly. And um, we don't have much time to waste. But the, the pearl of it all is that when we have that attitude, then happiness also occurs, a deeper sense of satisfaction, uh, happiness, appreciation, uh, gratefulness, all these qualities 
manifest simultaneously. So it's not that we become, oh, life is short, I'm just going to become depressed and miserable. It's the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite. Well, you know, let's talk for a little bit now and bring it full circle. Let's bring it back to the body, then the mind, and then the spirit. Sure. One of the things I want to ask you about is, you know, there's so much that we can address in the body. But generally, there are definitely some things, Jonathan, that we should not put in our bodies from your, from your experience. And I want to just go through body, mind, spirit, and give people two things with each. This is what you should stop doing, and this is perhaps what you should do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's start with the body, because sure. I know there's a big list. I know it's on your list. Uh, I don't know it's on your list, but I do know it's on mine. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you want me to mention a few, a few things? That yeah, we... please. Okay. So, yeah, and so, again, that's on the website. Um, also, if you want to get a, a list of those top 14 or 15 foods. But generally speaking, I mean, we're all, again, in this, this age that we're living in, so many people, their guts have been destroyed on some level, and uh, we're not really assimilating our foods nearly as well as we could be, and we're not absorbing things, so therefore not excreting toxins efficiently, and then that leads to so many different problems. It's really the mm-hmm. root of so many things. So... The biggies typically are going to be modern wheat, modern sugar. I I have to give four things. Yeah, yeah, go Uh, ahead. Too much animal protein and uh, modern dairy. And I say modern because ancient wheat was a different wheat. It wasn't sprayed with glyphosate. It, It was a different wheat than it is now. And ancient dairy even was, and it's a whole section that if you, you know, you download that, that page, that, I, that free uh, page, that you'll see about the, 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 all the issues about dairy that are there, and there's different perspectives on that. But um, So the food just isn't what it used to be, and we are just clogging up our system on so many levels, mm-hmm. which causes, which wreaks havoc. It just wreaks havoc. So eating a clean, primarily plant-based diet, uh, low, you know, low to no animal protein, and lots of veggies, eating fruit alone, separate from your foods, drinking plenty of water, no mm. ice water with your meals, things like that. These are all really essential things that we can do. People, just by doing that for three weeks, people have a good experience and they start to cleanse. It takes the burden off the body. Um. The thing that I, I, I know is that in order for us to talk about the mind, which we're going to talk about now, yep. if we're not addressing some of the things you just said, the mind is going to be like the little engine that could. Right. Even though the little engine could, it had to work dang hard to make it happen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so even if you're working on the mind and you're still putting things in your body that affect the clarity, the purpose, and how the mind works, wow, that's going to be tough. It's so true. I mean, just how many people uh, would feel better, need less medication, their therapy might work so much more efficiently if they simply drank water and stopped eating foods that offend their system. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's connected. Like I mentioned before, there's a direct relationship between the small intestine and the brain. It even looks the same. They both squiggle, right? All the same neurotransmitters that happen in the small intestine happen in the brain and vice versa. So if your gut 
if we're constantly eating foods and we're still buying into that junk food is okay and refined sugars are okay and uh, inorganic GMO foods are okay and, and, you know, we can just do this and not expect that it eventually isn't going to show up in our brain and our mood and how we feel, then, then really we're an illusion. You know, I hate to put it that way, but we're, we're in a certain kind of illusion and we just will not get better um, mm-hmm. unless we take care of these things. All right. Now, talk about the mind. Sure. Uh, that takes us back. If we talk about the mind a little bit. I like to put the mind and the heart together. People think that, that, that I shouldn't do that. Actually, but in I Chinese put them medicine, together. they say the mind, or in Ayurveda, they say the mind is located in the heart. Exactly. Thank you. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the reason I put it together is because emotions and mental processes are related. They're connected. Mm-hmm. What do we do to support a healthy, vibrant, clear mindset? Okay. Two things that come to mm-hmm. mind is in Ayurveda, it says the cause of emotional imbalances are undigested experiences. So everything in Ayurveda comes down to digestion, whether it's digesting food properly, digesting sensory images properly, digesting something you're reading, your intelligence, but also experiences. And when we have a traumatic experience or something that's undigestible, I had a client the other day who had all kinds of trauma as a kid, and she's had digestive Mm -hmm. problems ever since. That's an example. So number one, by confronting some of the issues that we've had, and whether that's with a good therapist, in some cases with a good friend, um, it's really important to be able to talk about stuff and sometimes processing emotional and clearing those things. And there's millions of wonderful techniques out there, and it comes down to both the technique and the person that you're working with. And again, going back to if you do that while you're eating a clean diet, it's going to make everything work so much more efficiently, so mm-hmm. much quicker. You don't have to spend 10 years in therapy. You can, get, you can cruise through stuff in a few months as opposed to a number of years. Um, and on the other hand, on the other side of it, is what can we do on another level? And that is by connecting more deeply with ourselves and with the universe and with the divine, then we also awaken a certain power or potency in us that's there that's kind of dormant, that, that capacity for being present, that capacity for consciousness, that capacity for love, which is inherent in our being, in our soul. It's there by, by doing these practices, whether it's meditation or kirtan, chanting names of God, um, by doing different yoga practices, tai chi, all these things that help us to reconnect on a deeper level to ourselves are super important. And then the last thing that I'll mention is having the right attitude. So we can be meditating and we can be praying and we can be chanting, but we can also be holding on to resentments and angers, and sometimes that is helped by doing the therapy work, but sometimes we just have an attitude that, you know what, I'm going to hate this person until I die. And you yeah. know what, that's not a very healthy thing. So we no. have to figure out how we can forgive. And forgive doesn't mean I forgive you for doing that horrible act and it's sort of okay if you do it again. That's not where forgiveness is. Forgiveness no. ultimately is recognizing that everyone who is in this world is here 
because we're, we're learning about ourselves and every single human being who's been here has made mistakes. And it's said in the Vedas that everybody who's been here has made some of the most horrible mistakes you could even imagine. And if you know, you're worried about your politicians, then we can even say, I've done the same things in other lifetimes. So we might as well just kind of get that, that we've all made mistakes before. So why can't we forgive someone else who's making the same mistake that we've probably done ourselves? And you look past it, and, we, and by connecting more deeply to your own essence, you can look past a person's mistakes and see them for who they are. And it doesn't mean you have to hang out with them. doesn't mean you have to like them, but you can respect them from a distance. My teacher used to say, respect someone, respect everyone. And if there's someone you don't like, and if they're, doing, if they're still doing horrible actions or they're, you know, they're just not being a nice person or a good person, respect them from a distance because they have a soul and may be covered over like a cloud covers the sun, but they do. They're, you know, yeah. they're a spiritual being. They're in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, I learned a long time ago that, that, this, that this one thing, and believe me, I think it saved my life. And it, it, I learned that resentment is a number one offender. Resentment. Resentment Absolutely. towards anyone or about anything yeah. is a number one offender. I also mm-hmm. learned uh, part two, which is that if, if I can say thank you, God, all day long, no matter what's going on in my life, there's never going to be any room for resentment, anger, fear, frustration. I don't know. You name it. And that has been a lifelong lesson for me. That's I such mean, a beautiful I, thing. In the Vedas, it's said if you have that attitude, that is the foundation of everything. If you say thank you to everything. One of my teachers said, we should, one of my teachers used to say, we should pray for problems. Now, that may sound ah, crazy, yeah. but because if we can say thank you to our problems, because on some level we know that we're benefiting, we're getting purified, we're learning something from it, it's, you know, it's, it's our karma, whatever, however you want to put it, then we make very, very rapid spiritual advancement. Well, I'll tell you, um, I, once I learned that, and, you know, if, if you lose your health, right, let's just use that language because that's what goes on. You know, we have more chronic illness and pain going on right now in in this country, record-breaking. And then out of that chronic illness, now now compound that with the 50% divorce rate. And you have a formula for a very, very painful existence. And if, if, if we can't, and that was my case, chronic illness, divorce, there we go. If we cannot learn something like what you and I are talking about. And, you know, it's hard to take it all in, Jonathan. It's really hard to take it all in. But if we can start somewhere, I had to start with that thank you God thing. Because I just couldn't do the rest. And I had to fake it until I made it. Yeah. And I had to reprogram myself. Um, But when we're looking at, you know, the total life cleanse, we really are talking about cleansing our entire essence, aren't we? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. We're clearing. You know, it's, and the beautiful thing is if somebody approaches a cleanse where, you know, I want to lose some weight, I just feel tired and sluggish, I have headaches, I have constipation, I'm going to have a few extra pounds, um, my energy's low, I have chronic fatigue, I don't feel right, I'm depressed. 
I mean, all these things, and that's one of the things that's tough about saying, well, what is the cleanse good for? As soon as we remove obstacles, we shine through ourselves much brighter, and guess what? A lot of those symptoms can disappear. I mean, we have people with serious immune issues that Mm -hmm. dramatically disappear. We have people with cardiovascular issues that get better, blood markers that profoundly improve in just five weeks. These Mm -hmm. things all happen, and ultimately... Like you said, it comes down to, uh, and it's fine approaching the cleanse from that angle, and many people do, but the unique thing about the Total Life Cleanse is we bring in these other aspects, and as people are cleaning up with what they're eating, all of a sudden things start making sense in their mind, and they start being, becoming more interested in these other aspects of life, and that adds to the cleanse, and that wakes people up on other levels, and that's really what has inspired me the most about the whole cleanse process is seeing, I love it when people's symptoms go away. I mean, I get very excited about that, but I love it even more when people become excited about life again and they become excited about self-exploration and learning about themselves and realizing there's so much more to life than, you know, what they might have thought. Or they knew about it when they were younger and they sort of lost connection to it. So they've become re-inspired. That happens quite a bit also. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I want to thank you for today. I mean, awesome. Jonathan, thank you. Jonathan Glass, everyone. Total Life Cleanse is a book, but Jonathan, you're way more than uh, most of what you put in the book. How can people find out more about you? Certainly, how can they find out about the center? Sure. Thank you. So yeah, the best way to find out about the center is to go to our website, which is healingessencecenter.com. Um, I also have, as part of that website, is if you're interested in the cleanse specifically, you can go to totallifecleanse.com, and that's also the name of the book. You can also get that on Amazon. But I also just wanted to remind everybody that if you're interested in um, a consultation, if you just say you heard this on the Dr. Pat show, and that would include on the recordings, um, Dr. Pat show, you can call me or email me, uh, 978-369-9228 for a consultation and um, no strings attached consultation honestly and just here to see Good. if um, you know see if we can help you out I love it Jonathan Glass everyone I'm Dr. Pat we're not done yet we've got more coming up here on the Dr. Pat show and transformation talk radio everybody we'll be right back The preceding audio was via a Skype call.